0: hello welcome to deadly Serial. i'm your host lee moffitt and with me as always or at least for as long as i can remember
1: (laughs) laura dedrick his big sissy
0: how's everybody doing tonight how are you doing tonight
1: i'm doing excellent how are you doing i'm doing great good shall we jump in already do you have anything to say
0: oh i guess not
1: (laughs) what's going on how was your day
0: uh panic inducing stressful anxiety filled
1: i was just i'm sorry to hear that but i was just it's a normal really angry. day it, a normal yeah i mean i was just super angry today for for no reason whatsoever so
0: everybody was Everybody is i don't know, I I don't don't know if it's it. the moon it's
1: or what's going on but it was a hell of a day today
0: yeah it was Bloody benders. The,
1: uh, see, I have trouble saying it without saying it in an English accent. The bloody benders. Bloody oh, benders. So bad. Bloody benders. The bloody benders. So today this week we're talking about the bloody benders. Uh, this is an old story. Um, yeah. So, but it's a good one. Uh, shall we go ahead and delve into this?
0: Let's do it.
1: The bloody benders. Okay. So just after the Civil War, um, the U.S moved and i use that in quotations they moved the osage indians out of kansas and moved them to what would be current the current state of oklahoma you know how the u.s government loved to just move native americans all around wherever they saw sure they,
0: they upgraded them to a nice village area where you know they can live out the rest of their days in peace and not have to worry about money or anything like that
1: Right. Yeah, that was totally what they were going for, I'm sure.
0: Not smallpox or anything like that.
1: No, and then you know, no health care and all that. That, that. that we 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 delved into something else. But
0: Oh god.
1: <laughs> so when they moved the Osage Indians, uh, this opened up a huge plot of land for homesteaders. So homesteaders are basically like government-assisted settlers. Right. Um, so there are like a few requirements for for the Homestead Act. The homesteader had to be the head of the household, at least 21. They also were required to live on the land, build a home, and farm it for a minimum of five years. After they have basically just survived on the land for five years, the government would. So it's like, it's, it's shitty out here. This is ter- these are terrible conditions right now. But if you can survive for five years and plant something, yeah. you get free land. So, you know, if you're tough, it's... it wasn't a bad deal.
0: Back then, no, it's not a bad deal at all. I mean, it's hard enough to survive five years without land and all that stuff. So,
1: right. So in 1875, families settled into Western Labadee County, close to what is now Cherry Vale, Kansas. But
0: Cherry Vale,
1: Cherry Vale, Kansas, uh, which is not super far away from us. I guess it's kind of like off the border of Kansas City. Um, and we're, what, an hour southwest of St. Louis. So, it's around yeah. around our area here. So, the five families moved there. One of the five families was the Benders. Uh, the Bender family consisted of head of the household, John Bender, a.k.a. Pa, His wife, it's either Elmira or El- El- Elmira. I don't think it matters, a.k.a. Ma. It
0: like,
1: uh... <laughs> we're just going to call her Ma, Ma. We'll just call her Ma, Bender. Um, okay. Then they had a son, John Jr., and a daughter, Kate. So the vendors were spiritualists, which basically means that they believed that the spirits of the dead could communicate with them. And they could they did seances and things like that. So,
0: Especially Kate.
1: Especially Kate. So the family, uh, they built a one-room cabin. They built a barn. They dug a well on the homestead property. Inside the cabin, they had a canvas that would section off it, section off the small space. I actually saw a picture of the cabin. It's very small, very small, very small. So in the front, they had like a small grocery store and an inn, and in the back, they had their living quarters separated by the canvas. Um, The store carried like groceries, tobacco, liquor. They did home cooked meals, and the inn provided a safe place for travelers passing by the Benders Land.
0: Safe place. Safe. Rotations.
1: Safe place. So, so yeah. Right. Um, they were actually, the vendors were known to keep mostly to themselves. And on the outside, they seemed just like any other pioneer family, just trying to make it on the frontier, you know, trying not to die of dysentery. Or did you play a Oregon Trail? Or did you dismiss that?
0: Uh, I dismissed it.
1: You just missed it or you dismissed it?
0: Dismissed.
1: Ah. I
0: I know of its existence. I've just never played it.
1: I think you were just a little young. Like I think it went away, you know. It
0: was a computer it was a computer game. It
1: was a computer game, yes. And you were basically on the Oregon Trail and you I know you
0: died of dysentery. You died
1: of dysentery a lot. So they were just trying not to, you know, die, basically. Sure. Which is, you know, there's so
0: many things that can kill you in the Wild West. It's ridiculous.
1: There's yeah. It was it was wild. So John Bender had actually emigrated from Germany. He was over six foot tall, which is tall for that time. He was described as a wild and woolly looking man, and he was very intimidating. Hmm. His wife, Ma Bender, was said to be intimidating as well. She, yeah, was, she was. She
0: was scary. Devil, devil woman, <laughs> devil
1: woman. Yes. So she was heavy set, very unfriendly, and her neighbors gave her the nickname "She Devil."
0: Yeah.
1: Ooh, okay. Um, She also claimed to be a medium and could speak with the dead, just like Kate. She would cast spells and boil herbs and roots and do, like, you know, kind of creepy witchy shit. Um, Weird
0: witch shit.
1: Yeah. Not like the good kind of witchy, but like the creepy witchy.
0: Like the curse kind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Dark magic. Actually. Black magic. I don't know if she did black magic. <laughs> I'm just saying. So... Uh, We got John Benner Jr. He was the son. He was tall and slim. He was around 25. It was said that he was handsome. And unlike his parents who spoke in a very heavy German accent, uh, John Jr. was actually fluent in English. It was said he was a social person, um, that he would laugh at nothing. So people thought he had, like, something was off about him, you know? But it turns out he was just a cold, calculated weirdo, basically. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So the daughter, Kate, was a beautiful girl, about 23. She was said to be very friendly and cultured. Her and her brother, John, often attended Sunday school together and they were actually accepted as part of the nearby community.
0: There was also rumored to be uh, an incestuous relationship. It's never been confirmed.
1: I actually have a tidbit of information about that later in the notes. Okay, I'm jumping ahead. No, you're good. It's just like, it's crazy shit. So Kate was also into the spiritualism ideology. She said she was a psychic and a healer and she conducted seances. Uh, She would speak with the dead and soon she found out that this was a pretty good way to make some money, but it went south real fast. (laughs) She was accused of being satanic by the community and uh later it would she would mostly be blamed for what happened to the bender family even though she was so young she just i felt like she was kind of the face of the family
0: so she yeah. kind of took
1: the brunt of it plus the whole you know speaking with the dead stuff i don't know if that made her look real good at the time period no it was 1870 at the time
0: period not... you can't be spouting off about that kind of that's stuff that's exactly
1: what i thought i'm like i mean i know that the salem stuff happened in the 1600s but this is only a what 200 years later, people are not that...
0: They'll burn a witch. They'll burn witch. They're not, they're not shy. Because we're
1: not still burning witches, to be perfectly honest. But that... Hang on. That's another time. <laughs> so, uh, the, the Benders opened their store in 1871. And it was very soon after that that men started to go missing. The... At first... The missing men along the trail, they didn't really draw much attention, you know, it was a harsh, shitty environment, and it was a dangerous trip, yeah. so people were like, oh, well.
0: People go all the you time.
1: a Anyway, the men were traced.
0: <laughs> Anything. Rattlesnake. Ab- yeah, it. absolutely. It's not abnormal to just go disappearing out in the water. No, lakes. I
1: mean, you fall off you hurt, you break your leg, you, you know, it's like, yeah, That's you're it. done. So... The missing man, they were traced to Southeast Kansas, but they couldn't find any other trace of them past that point. Mm, Okay. So by 19, excuse me, by 1873, the trail had kind of become notorious for people that just to go missing. And, you know, travelers just started to avoid the trail altogether. It was to discuss the missing men. So the community, they had, there's a little community around where they settled They had a town meeting at the schoolhouse. How adorable is that, by the way?
0: It is really cute.
1: cute. And they they had it at the schoolhouse, and they wanted to see what could be done about these missing men. So both of the Bender men were in attendance, FYI, uh, which is weird. They discussed the ten people that were missing at the time, including a well-known doctor, Dr. William H. York, who we will find out is a very important character in the story later. Yeah. Yeah. So... During the meeting, the townspeople, they decided they're going to search every farmstead in the area. Everyone was for this. They all said, you know, yay. Um, the vendors didn't say
0: anything. They got nothing else going on. Do what? They got nothing else no. going on. This is entertainment. This is, this entertainment is exciting
1: for them. shit, right?
0: So the families all getting their pitchforks and their torches. They're ready to start beating the shit out of people, <laughs> which they do.
1: It's Saturday night, and we're going to go out and have some, we're going to lynch some people just yep. a typical weekend on the frontier. It's fun. Good times.
0: It's a good Saturday right? night.
1: That's what I'm saying. So, sometime later, and we're not sure the exact timetable, because this was a long time ago, and whatever, but, Um, it said, it said that a neighbor named Billy Tote, he stopped by the bender's place after they had had the meeting, and he found that their inn was abandoned. All their farm animals were starving, which might be one of the saddest parts of the story for me um i know (laughs) i was like kill people but don't hurt animals
0: yeah for real i'm
1: weird my priorities are way out of whack
0: feed some of that people to the to the animals i don't know that's even worse don't Don't do that i don't
1: (laughs) so the the Bender family was gone. Their animals were starving. The neighbor Billy he reported this to the the township trustee. So he's like the mayor, sheriff, whatever. So they he got right. uh, some guys together, and when they got to the the Bender's home, they found it empty. Obviously, um, no food, no clothes. They took all their personal possessions. They were all left. They were gone. That's what I was trying to say. But there was but there was a terrible smell inside the cabin. And the men found a trap door in the floor of the cabin, and it had been nailed shut. Okay. So, here's where things get fun. Okay. So, they pried the trap door open, and it was six feet deep and filled with clotted blood. So, that's...
0: blood. Like an inch or two of blood, is what they said.
1: Lots of blood. Blood. Um,
0: It's got stink.
1: Ugh. Gross. Blood is just gross, anyway. It's awesome. So that was where the odor was coming from. Uh, But there were no bodies in the hole under the house. So Where are the bodies? Where are these bodies? So this is how tiny this little cabin was. The men actually moved the house off to the side and just dug under the house where the house was. (laughs) Just kind of like picked it up and moved it. Um, So they dug under the house for bodies. They didn't find any there either. It was when a neighbor mentioned that the Bender's vegetable garden slash orchard always seemed to be freshly plowed. So that began. So they began digging there and bingo bodies. Okay. Bing. The first body they found was Dr. William H. York. He had been buried face down. I just want to. That really struck me. I don't know why. Like terrible things were done to these people. And then they're just like fucking throw him face, face down in a shallow grave. Like, it's just so...
0: I don't know. Some people sleep face down.
1: True. I don't know. I just felt like it was like so... You So his skull was caved in in the back and his throat was cut ear to ear and he was buried yeah. face down. So the next day as the digging continued, they found nine other bodies. They also found several dismembered body parts, including that of a woman and a child, but they never found the complete set of these body parts if that makes sense they deemed the site hell's half acre because it was you know pretty rough on may 17th the governor offered a reward for the capture of the entire bender family so the reward was actually two grand i looked it up and today it would be almost forty thousand dollars so we're not too bad Not bad. Not bad at all. So once they they put out the reward and put all this out there this drew a lot of media I guess you could say. I don't know. It was 1870. Lots of attention. Do what? Lots Lots of attention. attention. Uh, It drew the true crime fans. They they came to the cabin. They ripped it apart uh, for souvenirs from the gruesome murder site. They just wanted whatever they could find. It was gross. They
0: had like it's like bring bring your whole family and with your picks and your axes and shovels help us find dead people it's fun yeah. activity for the or whole let's
1: take this fork that was you know in the bender kitchen because someone was brutally murdered there but
0: that's my favorite fork
1: <laughs> but you think about it now and we do the same thing i mean we have the true crime podcast so it's like people have always been fascinated with this shit it's it's
0: Since it's normal it's normal
1: you know well i think it's normal i
0: don't know yeah. but. That's what I saw yes, myself. Yes,
1: uh, every day. Uh, this is a healthy um, hobby. Yes. Right. Sure. It is. So, the Bender family wasn't even a family at all, okay? The only two that were related mm. by by blood were Ma and Kate. There was no relation between anyone else.
0: And there's been speculation about whether or not she's uh, killed her own children yes. before. Yes. And yes, husbands.
1: Yes. I have that in here as well. She is a peach. But this is what we now know about the benders and how they carried out these gruesome murders. Okay. Visitors to the inn they would stop in for a meal. When they were seated at the table, the benders made sure that their backs were toward the canvas that divided the cabin. Remember, they had their living quarters in the back of the canvas. In the front, they had the inn and the whatever. So,
0: It's like a like a wagon canvas it's like uh waterproof and shit
1: and it's still a very small area so kate would charm them with her psychic powers and she would flirt to keep the men distracted while she was doing that
0: she was supposedly she she was
1: she was very beautiful she would flirt she would easily keep them distracted then pa and john jr would hide behind the canvas they would attack the guest by striking them in the head with a hammer then Ma and Kate would rob them. Then they would push the victim down through the trap door that led under the house. Kate would then slit their throat for good measure, and their body would be buried in the orchard overnight. So they yep. had a whole thing going on, like an assembly line.
0: Oh yeah, it's pretty brilliant. Yeah,
1: they yeah, they but they,
0: but there's there's no one watching. No. Them. They're miles away from anybody, and the people that are close to them, it's only like a couple cops and they're volunteer. Like, this is the, the lawless West. Oh, yeah. West. And don't
1: you think that's why they, they wanted to do this? Maybe? Of course. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Now that was the time Hell, to get yeah. away with like, it.
1: Let's go out in the middle of nowhere where there's like no forensics or, or anything, and let's just kill a bunch of people. We're down with that.
0: Yeah. No one heard of DNA no. back then.
1: Forget it. I mean, and the crime scene, like all those people came by to get souvenirs. I seriously doubt they got anything from that. Ha- it was a mess. It's such a mess. Ugh. So, if it was
0: handled today, it, it would be, be a lot, a lot
1: different, different. I hope. I don't know. We see a lot of current, like,
0: it could be going on right now.
1: Yeah. Oh, Ugh. shit. They really messed up when they killed that father and daughter. Um, The last name was Long Lonker, I believe.
0: Yeah, they actually killed some people that some people cared about. and that's
1: where they messed up. So the doctor from earlier, remember, Dr. William H. York, he came looking for the daughter and the father, and he was murdered. But Dr. York had two brothers. So one was a colonel, and the other one was a lawyer and a state senator. So (laughs) they killed an important man, basically. Pretty yeah, important people. It, both of his, Dr. York's brothers knew of his travel plans, and when he didn't come home, a search was immediately started. So when the benders were questioned about the whereabouts of the doc, they said that they helped him and that he stayed in their inn. Kate even tried to help the brothers by using her clairvoyant abilities to search for Dr. York.
0: And I heard he was totally into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for a little bit (laughs) she
1: hey she was convincing she was charming she was beautiful i mean sure you talk to dead people okay can i see your boobies
0: (laughs) tell me more
1: (laughs) so it was very soon after the visit from the colonel that was when they fled the homestead it's believed so 10 bodies were eventually found on the bender's property this would be known as america's first mass murder burial ground uh dr york lonker and his seven-year-old daughter were among the bodies found Um, this is rough. It involves the little girl. It's sad. Warning. Her body was said to have several injuries. So she had a broken arm, a broken caved-in breastbone, and a dislocated right knee. But none of those injuries, they said, would have resulted in death. It is thought that she was buried alive. She was around seven years old, it said. some. Some yes. reports even say that it was a baby. But this I mean, you know, it's so old and it's hard to tell.
0: Yeah, that, that, is that none of it's possible that none of this oh, even yeah. happened? Oh, yeah, it's
1: entirely possible. I mean, it if it didn't, it's a great story. I mean
0: Exactly. That's why I like that we're doing it, but uh there's not a lot of uh black and white no, in this.
1: No. No. It's uh yeah. And, well, it's you know 200 years ago, well almost, well in Yeah, 50 years, but I guess 150 years. Did I do that math right? I don't even know. So, (laughs) for these deaths, for all the deaths, the benders got about $4,600, two horses and wagons, a saddle, and a pony. So, it was totally worth killing all those people for that fucking pony.
0: Oh, yeah, man. You know what you can do with a pony? You can make it start. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Like, (laughs) you leave and just let it starve to death. Um,
0: I don't know why they kept animals to just starve. Well,
1: I mean, I think they were taking care of them, and then when they're like, oh, shit, the the jig is up, they're coming for us, they just abandoned everybody. Everything on the farm.
0: Which, I can see that, yeah. They left absolutely everything. Yeah. And just vanished.
1: Yeah. They, they hightailed it out of there real quick. So, news traveled um of this you know terrible situation and other travelers stepped forward and shared their close calls with the vendor family. So this one man, William Pickering, he refused to sit with his back to the canvas because of the gross fucking blood stains. He didn't want to <laughs> like eat there with his, you know what I mean? So
0: yeah, he's the only one with common uh, Well,
1: one so and then also Kate threatened him with a knife. So he left. He's like I fuck, you know, fuck this. I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> so
0: Anne said that he, she uh, cursed his coffee.
1: Ooh.
0: That's, that's the big thing that got him.
1: That is evil.
0: Yeah. She, uh, whenever he got back to town and he was telling everybody about it, that was the first thing he said. Coffee? Was that Kate cursed my coffee. Coffee
1: is sacred. You don't need to be putting any you don't curse coffee up on coffee, okay? Then other guy-
0: I don't need that in no. my life.
1: no, no, no. No cursed coffee for the love of God. Speaking of the love of God, a Catholic priest <laughs> also escaped when he saw John Bender with a large hammer. Yeah, yeah, if I saw what you doing, a six foot bearded, grizzly looking dude with a hammer, I might take off too. I mean,
0: yeah, I'm not walking down the street with a hammer. I'll tell you that,
1: right? Uh, no. People, <sighs> okay. Let's see. Um, so upon finding the bodies the hunt was on rumors started flying among vigilantes all claiming to have killed the bender family but no one claimed the reward money and what were you saying earlier about vigilantes and what was that
0: oh man they had like a huge lynch mob and um they would talk to every house that they ran into every traveler that they ran into and if they seemed a little sus they would literally beat the shit out of him to an inch of their life and then when they found out that they really didn't know anything then they let him go oh but they hung they hung one guy they hung him and then waited until he was just about oh. to die and then let go and then once he woke up again they hung him again oh my gosh and then they let him go let him pass out let him wake up and then they hung him again
1: oh my god
0: and then that's when they realized that he really didn't know anything.
1: <laughs> Jeez. Wow, that is, that's rough.
0: So they let him go and he stumbled oh home. Oh my
1: gosh. People, okay. <laughs> that's rough.
0: <laughs> I thought that was interesting. That's very
1: interesting. I mean, it's terrifying. That's
0: Wild West interrogation.
1: right? Jeez. So there also people, like, said that they shot down uh John Jr. and Sr. and Ma and then they burn Kate alive for being a witch which what we said earlier like she probably should have been burned alive a long time ago for being a witch whoa I'm sorry
0: no <laughs> it's true I
1: mean in the time period somebody had to say I don't want to burn her I'm just saying yeah. but you know another group said they caught them, lynched them, and threw their bodies in the river but you know none of none of that was true nobody collected the money uh-huh. It sounds like they were just running around torturing random people.
0: It does kind of sound like that. They really wanted to know what was going on, and I don't blame them, but they don't dang, blame or... them
1: either. But people get so freaking fired up and just go crazy. Like it's like a herd mentality. Like ugh, I'm getting it nuts. Is.
0: It, it, it's group thinking. Yes. It's dangerous.
1: Like Lord of the Flies, but in America. Like I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we're very similar to that now, and maybe even worse now. as a a species (laughs) they're terrible people it they even at one point they extradited uh ma and kate from michigan and they were put in jail uh but the case was dropped due due to lack of evidence probably because it was 1870 ish and there was no forensic team
0: if there's not a you know like a fresh dead body and a fresh murdered weapon It's nothing there's no evidence
1: i mean there was no csi miami back then so they were they were screwed so (laughs) as far as old paw bender goes it turns out that he was really a man named john Flickinger, and he was either from germany or holland they couldn't figure out what it was but it was alleged that he killed himself in 1884 in lake michigan it said i don't know if he just jumped in or what but it is also thought that Kate and Ma murdered him because he had taken off with the cash they stole from their victims and
0: Uh, all these theories
1: I know I know and like you were saying earlier Ma was married as a teen to a man named George Griffith she had 12 12 fucking children with him including Kate so that that was the relation there she was really her daughter he died suddenly some claiming from a quote bad place on his head caused from possibly a hammer
0: sure yeah he's he's got a bad place
1: i loved that quote it's like oh he just had like a bad place on his head i don't know (laughs) possibly a hammer
0: it's fine it's not a wound
1: it's just a bad bad place it's like a bad neighborhood just like a bad neighborhood on his head it's a bad place (laughs) (laughs) she married several times after old George met the hammer and it is rumored that she killed all of her husbands as well as three of her older children so they could not testify against her again it was never proven but nope I like that story
0: I do too and I believe it
1: where she killed a bunch of people so yeah and then we get to John Jr he was a man named John Beghart It was said that him and Kate were siblings, but they had a romantic relationship because, remember, they're not really siblings anyway. It was was also said that when Kate would become pregnant by John, they would just bash the baby's head in with a hammer. What the fuck is up with the hammers?
0: They like their hammers.
1: They love their hammers. I have more mention of hammers in my notes. So, okay, John Jr. died basically a stroke, whatever, good riddance. Kate, who was Ma's fifth child, and at some point, she some point got married, she went by Sarah Eliza Davis, and they really just always kind of blamed her for for these murders, like I said. And since this was such a long time ago, we don't have definitive proof on a lot of things regarding this case, like I said earlier, but it is believed that the Benders killed as many as 20 people, although only 10 bodies were found on the property, Other bodies and body parts were found in a field by the house, and even in the well.
0: Yeah, they had two wells: one for water, one for body body parts. (sighs) (laughs) Because you don't want to mix those two.
1: You don't want to mix those two. It's efficient. I mean, you know, just don't mix them. Don't mix them. Don't mix them. So, get this: the Bender Museum was established in Cherryville, Kansas in 1961. An exact replica of the Bender cabin was built and inside, you know, they put like antiques, household household items that you would find in that time period. But, that
0: must have come from like 100 bucks.
1: Yeah, but okay, so get this. In 1967, three of the Bender hamm- hammers were given to the museum. So then the museum had their hammers in there.
0: Yeah, you can go to them. You can go see them today. It... You can walk up and get real close to those hammers that may or may not have killed so many people.
1: I'm simultaneously disgusted and so fucking excited about this. Like, I can't decide what I'm more of, you know?
0: Being around such a object that has done so much horrible atrocities. The power that that thing wields.
1: Or just... I mean, just... Uh, I don't know. I wonder if they're the real hammers, though.
0: I don't know. I'd like to think that they are.
1: I'd like to think that they are, too. I mean, it, it makes sense. A hammer could survive all that.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially back then. Hammers were made to last.
1: Apparently so. Jeez. You could bash, like, 12 people over the head with a hammer and it'd still be going.
0: That's what's so interesting about a hammer as a murder weapon, because it's, by itself, it's just a hammer.
1: Right as a murder weapon
0: (laughs) yeah i don't know
1: it's fucking terrifying and then
0: the context of the hammer
1: yeah and then to think like which side of the hammer did they use i always think that too when i hear somebody was killed by a hammer because that's a big difference to me don't you
0: think yeah
1: which which is worse the claw part right
0: i would think god i would
1: think so i always think that when i hear somebody with a hammer i'm like was it the claw or the hammer (laughs)
0: oh
1: man oh so to this day the benders are actually mentioned a lot in pop culture there was actually a supernatural episode um it was uh with the family of serial killers they were named the benders obviously after the benders and two of the main characters in red dead redemption you said two
0: well they're not main characters they're like side characters
1: side characters are are based off of john jr and kate right and, I only played Red De- the first Red Dead Redemption which was fucking amazing. Uh you played the second one and you ran into these two characters in that game.
0: I have and I don't want to spoil it for you, but uh it's, it's 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 interesting. Look it up and then and then play it. I don't want to ruin it. It's fun.
1: It it was a good story, I'm sad. But that's the that's the bloody benders. I mean they were just Not a family, but a group of kindred spirits who joined up on the prairie to kill a bunch of random people.
0: Should I tell the Red Dead story? What happens?
1: Yeah, just do like, a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you haven't played Red Dead 2, turn this off.
0: Okay, so you basically get drugged and uh, you get robbed and then you wake up in the woods half dead. So, you know exactly what happened because you sat down and you, you know, ate their dinner and stuff. (gasps) Oh, shit.
1: It's like that?
0: Yeah. It's just like that. And they go into their relationship really deep.
1: Are they siblings or in there?
0: They're supposed to to be actual siblings and they're all over each other. But... Long story short, I woke up in the woods and uh, I was just, I was just going to scare them. I swear to God. <laughs> I, I just shot one round into their window. It happened to be an incendiary round. The whole place burns down. <laughs> I hear them screaming for their lives. Oh my God. It's a great game.
1: They fucking deserved it. I'm sorry.
0: I guess. I felt I, guilty.
1: I would have felt guilty too.
0: Because I'm going for honor. I'm not doing it. It's Arthur.
1: (laughs) I need to play the second one. The first one was so good. I mean, it was just flawless.
0: If you think that the first one's really good and flawless, the second one is going to blow your fucking mind.
1: I know. I need to get on that. I just don't have, I just feel like I don't have time to game anymore. It's a bummer. Make time. I know. I know. But that's our story this week. It was kind of a short one. A little bit. we got some crazy shit coming up for you soon, though. We're getting into some heavy hitters, possibly some two-parters.
0: Yes, it's, we got, I'm really excited about the stuff we got coming up.
1: I am, too. I'm, I'm super excited. I, I love digging into stuff, and it's, it's really awesome. And we're having so much fun. Uh, we love doing this. So if you keep listening, we'll keep doing it. And we might just keep doing it if you don't listen, because we like it so much.
0: Hell, yeah. I'm going to do this forever.
1: Yeah, it's fun. So and email um, us
0: at deadly serial at gmail.com if you have thanks. any questions.
1: Yes, I was about to say that. Is deadly serial at gmail.com?
0: hmm Deadly Yes. And... Deadly Serial
1: uh, at gmail.com. If you have any questions or have any suggestions on what we should do next, I think we have the next probably <laughs> ten mapped out, but um oh, all uh, these uh, huh.
0: At least,
1: yeah, all we've got, occur a whole month. yeah, yeah please,
0: whatever you guys want to
1: hear, or if you're you know some any any constructive criticism, I promise oh, yeah. I will no longer begin episodes with hello, hello,
0: <laughs> tell I me promise. what I've been wrong, please,
1: I promise it's been mistakes have been made, and they will stop,
0: <laughs> yep, at some point,
1: at some point, we'll figure it out, all right. It was nice doing the bloody benders with you, bro.
0: Bloody benders.
1: The bloody benders.
0: All right. Everybody be safe out there.
1: Please be safe. Uh, Wear a mask, people.
0: Wear a fucking mask.
1: Wear a fucking mask.
0: You know what? If we all wear masks, maybe we can all breathe a little easier.
1: (laughs) Amen. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.